0: Jacob here from that time we woke up in a podcast and had to explain manga, our heated adventures over analyzing manga we find interesting, otherwise known as the Over Manga Cast. This week we read Mob Psycho 100, written by One Punch Man author One. We covered chapters 1 through 19 up to the Black Vinegar School arc. <phone rings> hmm? Oh, uh, sorry, I gotta take this. Uh huh. Ah. <sighs> Looks like my shady mentor needs me to exercise another evil spirit for him. Look, I gotta go, but you can just hang out here in the club room and enjoy the show. Hello everyone, and welcome
1: back to the Over Manga Cast. My name is Sam, and as always here at the top of the show, we talk about what our familiarity with the franchise that we read this week is. Uh, I actually have something to say about this one! Shock! Amazement! Uh, I have in fact, uh, experienced some of Mob Psycho 100. I watched the entirety of season one. Uh, I believe season 2 was premiering at the time, so I caught up with it and then uh, I'm really bad at following things as they come out. So I kind of lost the I kind of lost the line on the actual anime. But uh, that was uh, about the extent of everything. I hadn't read the manga, the original source, so uh, I was quite pleased to do this episode. Jacob, how about you?
0: Uh, Unlike Sam, I have the usual thing. I have heard about this. I will say this isn't one of the things that I've been ultra-jazzed about checking out. I know that uh, Sam is a big fan of it, and we tend to have very, very similar tastes, so I was more than happy to um, hop in on this one, but really it's just a matter of I've heard it. It's been somewhere on the list. Podcast forced me to do thing I want, so. (laughs) Standard for me. Indeedly do. And Matt. I have
1: read One Punch Man. Well, that at (laughs) least has you familiar with the creator, because this is also by our good friend One, uh, maker of the One Punch Man, the single Slap Sam. (laughs) Also creator
2: of
0: Mob Psycho 100 yeah <laughs> sensing a pattern here there is that element of like you know i have seen some of the original version of one punch man not the one in shonen jump but like the original version of it but even leaving the art aside just from the writing style one has a very very distinct voice when it mm-hmm. comes to the way he writes it's very recognizable that these are from the same that those two series are from the same uh author
1: yeah even without the uh, the similarities in art style as we are uh, introduced to, or reintroduced to uh, one's uh, signature uh, cartoony style. And uh, a quick explanation to get us into the vibe of things here. We are not uh, superheroes fighting monsters. No, these are uh, the spirit mediums, psychics uh, dealing with the unexplained things of the world. And our hero... <laughs> The, well, at the very least, the the first guy we see, Arataka Reagan, the uh, self-styled psychic, who will be uh, undertaking a job from a client. The the completely real spirit medium. Yes, he is totally legit. You can tell by his business suit that he is a thousand percent a psychic man who does psychic business. I mean, he. He does do psychic business, so. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so at least one part of that statement is objectively true. Don't t- don't ask about the rest of it.
1: <laughs> Reagan is very quickly characterized in his introduction as uh, he is offering a payment plan for his exorcism services, uh, the various levels of which uh, offer percentages of guaranteed spirit reduction, and the most expensive,
0: a 99% guaranteed reduction in spirits so wait even the most expensive plan doesn't get rid of the spirits entirely well would you trust a
2: hundred percent guarantee Come <laughs> on. you can't get rid of all spirits that's
1: insane yes it's actually to get you marks to keep coming back i mean ghosts are kind of like emissions you can't fully get rid of them but you can get rid of most of them uh he is explaining this to uh a woman who is experiencing some sort of um supernatural trouble though her boyfriend is skeptical about this
0: yeah she's been having terrifying recurring uh I guess lucid nightmares i guess it's not really explained but uh, this all started after she
1: saw a ghost in an abandoned building and they uh she hopes that by having uh the mighty psychic regan uh exercising that ghost
0: it will stop her nightmares there's a lot of the uh signature one style of humor it's one of those ones where it's like it's it is so blunt It's the style of humor that it's like, it's like beating the joke with a brick uh, to comedic (laughs) effect uh, that One Punch Man does a lot. But it works great. It's a tried and true style. Actually, in a lot of ways, it's kind of similar to his art in the sense where, like, talk about it. It's not, strictly speaking, you know, good art, so to say, but it has an intentionality to it. And it's like, yeah, to some extent, doing art that sort of like intentionally looks a little bit amateurish is an easier way to do it, but it's clearly done with intention. Like, that's sort of what I mean about how one has a bit of a signature style. There's an element, intentional extreme directness, that it's like, yes, this is a shortcut. I don't care. It's working, isn't it? And then you just kind of have to sit there and say, yeah, it is. So uh, I guess I'm along for the ride then. (laughs) You know what, One-Sensei? It sure is. It's it's
1: very gag
0: manga. Right
1: up. To uh, Reagan pointing at a very obviously creepy building and saying, I feel the powerful wicked presence. Uh, No, it was actually that building across the street. Aha, this area is so cursed that there is evil presences all around and I could not pinpoint the one you were talking about. See, an evil spirit just walked by, the ass chin boogeyman. That's just a guy with a cleft chin. What are you, eight? (laughs)
0: Uh, That's also uh, a bit of a uh, recurring thing relative to One Punch Man. (laughs)
1: uh yeah a lot of people with butt in uh
0: the one extended universe yeah one has a well from which he is not ashamed (laughs) to draw and again like there's sort of an intentional blunt and directness to it (laughs) like like yes this is a shortcut to a cheap joke i don't care you're still laughing that means i win
1: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, one of the things i really like about this is uh how the the art will just turn on a dime from uh you know kind kind of rough and sketchy to to uh, a more highly rendered style and it's like from panel to panel like they get into the actual spooky building and the shot of the spooky abandoned hallway is legitimately well rendered and kind and unsettling and and then there's Reagan you know being a sketch and then Reagan zoom in sweating i sense uh, Oh, terrible wickedness in this place oh, it's got cockroaches <laughs> <laughs> you're not sensing a ghost at all aren't you are you
0: the spooky ghost is uh someone who uh saw a cockroach uh leapt into the ceiling and uh, i guess embedded his head in the ceiling or something yes because there
1: is an actual ghost Like, through all of this scam psychic nonsense, there's actually a ghost here. You would think that would have more impact, but... Most of Reagan's
2: scams are actually ghosts in the end, so uh, it is kind of weird.
1: Yeah. (laughs) The evil spirit ceiling crasher, which gives people nightmares of of hitting their head. He he headbutts them in their dreams. I can fix your girlfriend's ugly face. What? (laughs) (laughs) Her face was always like that. Oh. Well, Reagan tries his signature move, the salt splash, where he throws some table salt. But uh, it's not purified salt, so it doesn't work. Well, time to call in the big guns. Hey, Mob, (laughs) I need you over here to deal with an evil spirit. And now we are introduced to our actual protagonist, uh, Shigeo Kageyama, also known as Mob. He is a completely bland middle schooler, just a part of the Mob, hence the name. Except he's also a gag manga uh, tier power level character of just being a hideously, frighteningly powerful esper. But of course, uh, Reagan cannot deal with the ghost because it is simply uh, too weak for him to even sense it. So hey, mob, you come over here and deal with it. Okay.
0: All right. (laughs) To which he immediately vaporizes the thing because that's the joke. As similar as Mob Psycho one hundred and one and Punch-Man are cuz it's it's kind of hard not to make comparisons cuz they do have a lot of really directly shared DNA. One of the big things is uh, the way that uh, the way that the superpowered protagonist is treated within the internal structure of the narrative is very different because honestly Mob's kind of like when it comes to the supernatural stuff he's either scared of himself or bored. And that's not, that's not the reaction that uh, Saitama has. Well, the major difference is that,
1: well, one of the major differences is that uh, Saitama is unrecognized despite being incredibly powerful. Meanwhile, in Mob Psycho, everyone is saying, wow, Mob, you're so cool. You have such amazing powers. You could become like a god or something. And he's like, yeah, no, that sounds really lame and also kind of rude. I'm not going to do that. But, but power. But I don't want power. Will power get me muscles?
0: <laughs> well, the, the muscles are also a mean, the muscles are also mean to it an end. Will, will uh, power get me the girl I like, which I already know the answer to.
1: <laughs> Indeed. Uh, that is, uh, the current state of, uh, mob's life as he is a, uh, an eighth grader, uh, dealing with the various, uh, issues of youth, including, uh, having a pretty girl that he likes. Uh, no one else uh, even appears in his uh, vision when Subomi is around, uh, as specified by the fact that the other girls all have vegetables for heads in Mob's eyes.
2: Yeah, I think Mob does not even remember any of their names because there is another girl in his class who gets brought up later who he repeatedly refuses to acknowledge she has a name. Like, yeah. he
0: has uh, got blinders on. <laughs> he does indeed. It it's one of those cases where it's like maybe Mob isn't the 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 nicest person in the world. He's a middle schooler. He's a he's an accurately written middle schooler. Yeah, I was, I was about
2: to say uh, they, he's an really, he's an eighth grade boy. <laughs> like, yeah, I was about to say they uh, they really build up like ah yes the perfect time in a child's life the springtime of their youth middle school and I'm like that's uh, that's that's the best
0: your life is gonna be is middle school oh. <laughs> Well, that that is that is sort of like the um the thing in Japan. Usually, the reason why everything in in Japanese media is set in high school is because high school you're uh adult enough to do uh some adult things, but aren't like locked down into either college or job yet. There's still always like the in high school you have to prep for the next exam to get into the college. This is actually kind of lampooning that uh, element of Japanese culture where it's like middle school's the best years of your life that's good Mm -hmm.
1: the the smiling is real right (laughs) that that comes up later (laughs) about how a fake smile will not bring you happiness but uh we have a few more of the the shenanigans of uh reagan and his uh spirit exorcism business he does the worst cold reading job imaginable on a lottery winner. <laughs> <laughs> it really do pee. So my shoulders are stiff. I think I'm possessed. Ah, so you made someone angry and they cursed you. No, I, I don't really get into fights with people. Uh, so you're deadbeaten penniless. No, I, I, won a, uh, I won the lottery. I sent my girlfriend on an expensive trip. She's having a great time. Someone must have hated you on the streets and cursed you in a drive-by cursing. I never leave my house. I've actually only ever come here. I'm beginning to think this curse stuff isn't real and you're just trying to scam me. Maybe I just have stiff shoulders because of my posture or something. Uh, that's ridiculous! Wh- wait, because of your posture? Yeah, I mean, most of, most of my days just spent uh, surfing the internet and looking at porn.
0: Uh-huh! It was a pop-up curse. <laughs> Which, I mean, pop-ups are a curse, but that's... Uh... <laughs> This is one of my favorite favorite jokes in the entire
1: reading that we did. Uh it's like touching an accursed treasure. You click on a dirty thumbnail and it opens one, two, a dozen pop-ups and escape they escape like Pandora's box. And the model's name wasn't Pandora, it was <laughs> 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 that, that, that killed me.
0: <laughs> I, I did not remember that particular gag from the anime. The bit that we get next is uh a Basically, it's the standard pattern for uh, Regan's bits where he will ascribe a spiritual uh, element to a completely mundane problem, then fix the mundane problem and claim he did spirit stuff because he just gives the guy a a shoulder massage. Hey, if if you get cursed again, just come back and pay me more money. Look, I'm just saying, people keep
2: coming to the hammer store to solve their problems, and they keep getting solved with hammers. I don't know what to tell you.
1: Like... (laughs) you know, the loop going forward. Reagan does this mob, uh, helps him, gets paid a pittance. <laughs> he gets paid like 200 yen a day or something. It's, Three dollars an hour. It, it's, a, <laughs> it's, it's a embarrassingly low amount of money, even for a middle schooler <laughs> at a part-time job. As
0: stated by multiple different
1: people. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which... It's amazing how sympathetic and likable and like, kind of wholesome a character Reagan ends up becoming because he is just an
0: absolute scumbag. I'm gonna have a thing for that because I'm not gonna lie in a lot of ways I didn't feel like Reagan fit the story up to this point. He seemed kind of like he was just like and I mean like it, it's a gag manga it doesn't need to be particularly concerned with pacing but like he felt kind of one note but later on we're gonna get to a bit that just makes him such a real character and is is such a uh, you know a, a, a brilliant masterstroke of characterization on one's part but but for right now uh, we're a bit more concerned with uh, mob's issues because uh, he has no ambition my favorite part is uh, mob has zero ambition but he's like I probably should
1: shouldn't I <laughs> I feel like I could be doing something more with my life' I'm just Why not really am I...
2: Why am I working a part-time job if I have no real need for money?
1: <laughs> Reagan, desperate not to lose his uh, actually effective trump card when he actually runs into a ghost. Oh, look about it. You don't need to stress out about this. These, these other people, they just waste their time. No club kids are the best. You're getting a head start on life in a sense, in a, in a manner of speaking. <laughs> don't be a joiner. This is the time in your life when you're most free. Stay smart and stay slack
0: like okay Regan whatever you say boss stay smart and stay slack by continuing to work a part-time job under me but uh this is when we're introduced to
1: um the telepathy club the telepathy club and you know we learned that mob is a psychic he has he has uh, tele telekinetic powers he can see and exercise ghosts it's like oh okay so the telepathy uh the telepathy club obviously mob will be associated with them in some way and oh Why? Uh, Look at this. Drama. Shock. Uh, They are short at one member and are now, uh, their roster is too small to be considered a club. They're going to be disbanded by the the mean old student council.
0: We see see one of their five members quit, and it's five members minimum to be an official club, with an official club budget. I'm getting weird looks by being a part
1: of your club. I'm just going (laughs) to (laughs) leave. They spend, like, an entire
2: chapter on this setup, too. Like, uh, look at all these characters that have deep
1: interpersonal dealings with each other. Are you invested? Become invested, dear reader. You care about their troubles. I. But my favorite part of this is there's, like, kind of similar with Reagan. It's like there's an underlying layer of, like, kind of scumminess to it because uh, yes, yes the, the telepathy club their leader really cares about expanding the human mind in order to uh become telepathically sensitive and communicate with aliens even she really believes in this and that's why she formed this club and uh what so what are you actually doing here i never got an activity report well we haven't done anything so there's nothing to report
0: that was the worst possible response you could have given me <laughs>
1: By the way, how's that 2,000 yen uh, club budget going? Is, uh, is that what all those snacks are on the table? You're just using this to buy snacks and hang out in a club room after school, aren't you? No. <laughs> <laughs> it's uh, done from the protagonist's perspective of the, uh, the the telepathy club, so we as the readers are naturally inclined to uh, sympathize with them to an extent, but, <laughs> but they are just being a bunch of freeloaders.
0: <laughs> Yeah, it's 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 framed to uh, basically lampoon this plot in other stories when they don't consider carefully the actual nature of this arrangement. Uh, well, like this entire thing is
2: like a trope in and of itself of, ah, yes, the weird club on campus needs one new member or else they're going to be disbanded. Like that is. Yeah, I see is the opening episode for so many things and that's the entire point you're supposed to be like oh yep well i guess psychic kid's gonna join the weird psychic club and then they do recruit him they're like mob you gotta save our club and he's like oh, i do have to save the old music hall come on let's put one last show on together guys like, <laughs> no, that's a different one
1: uh. <laughs> i'm pretty sure this exact plot hook was uh done in uh a different form in uh episode one or in uh, chapter one of Jujutsu kaisen so there you go <laughs> <laughs> well Jujutsu kaisen they were closing down because they only had three members
2: yeah
0: <laughs> well yeah but i mean like that's sort of the thing though is that like that's the that's that played straight you know and then this is uh that's not how it usually works. Usually it's just a bunch of the idiots who deserve to get shut down because we also learned that they've had other defunct clubs before. Yeah, I was about to say, in Jujutsu Kaisen, it's also
2: not played straight. It's used as setup for the main plot. Well, yeah. Yeah. Like, played straight would be like Haruhi Suzumiya. Oh, um, okay,
0: yeah, fair point.
2: Or Kaon, or like one of those like, oh man, guys, we need one more normal student to join our weird girl club. It it's mm-hmm. also not normally a girl club, but it's normally used as an excuse for like that whole genre of cute girls doing cute things.
0: Mm, yeah.
2: yeah,
1: and we need to get the uh, we need to get the the male character in there to serve as a uh, perspective for the male audience, so we can try and grab some of them for this. But that is not what is going on in Mob Psycho. <laughs> I love how uh they're he they're like, come on, just join our club. I don't know. I I gotta call my boss about this. You have a boss? What? Wait, you have a job? Oh yeah, I get paid 200 yen, like a day. You're getting ripped off, dude. <laughs> anyway, uh, Master Master Regan, is it okay if I'm a little late? I love this
2: call with Regan because it's essentially, yeah, I mean, Mob, do whatever you want, buddy. That's cool. I mean, oh, okay. Are you sure you wouldn't be left on the alert? So I'm like, Mob, do you not want to help these people out? Not really. <laughs> <laughs> then just don't help them out, could you give me an excuse? yeah, sure you you need to be here. Don't do this.
0: yeah <laughs> I love how they just say it out loud.
1: yeah, think about it like what what's in it for you? If the only reason you're agreeing to this is because you have nothing you have nothing else to do,
0: that's not a good reason. They're even admitting they have no reason to be here. <laughs> Uh, and then, uh, whilst this is all going on, it, we, we, we get some uh, crocodile tears that immediately get called out on a Telepathy Club leader. The new club that wants to use the space instead also arrives. They show up in, like, the last two pages, and it's hilarious. <laughs> this was the new
2: club I was telling you about that needs a space. Hey, we're the Body Improvement Club, and we're all about getting buff and improving ourselves. And then Mob's like,
1: Dudes, muscle dudes, I love them.
2: Mob's just like, improving yourselves?
0: <laughs> they have, yeah. they have like heavily shadowed faces and have the JoJo's go, 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 go behind them. This is uh, lampooning that very specific. Uh, here's the evil, the jerk popular kids who don't need the the weird club to fit in. Here's the evil other
2: club that just wants resources given out by the school to be be fairly distributed.
0: Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Well yeah, because that yeah, that that's that's the entire punchline is that these guys are what? framed negatively, but like, no, they're just an actual real club. So Mop, what's your decision? I am, I'm going to join
1: the body improvement club. Wh- what do you what do you mean? The girl I like is into muscle dudes more than aspers. <laughs> He doesn't say that part out loud, but we get that from a flashback. And frankly, it is the most realistic motivation of an eighth grade kid I've ever seen in anything.
0: Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. And to mom's credit, he, uh, he does put quite a lot of effort into it. Uh, he's not good at it, but hey, he's only just started. He's pu- he is trying his best. And, uh, the Body Improvement Club does, uh, wholeheartedly embrace him as one of their own. The, uh, the, uh, fun bit is that, uh, uh, Mob passes out at one point, and they, uh, go back to the, uh, club room to drop Mob off, and the former telepathy Club is there, and they're, uh... They're talking about how, uh, (laughs) you know, in the end, we can still stay here because they only needed a place to put their weights. So we didn't really need to go through all that rigmarole in the first place. How that?
1: We just don't have a budget anymore, but we can still chill. (laughs) I mean, I think most of them just wanted the air conditioning more than anything else. Poor Mob is having a rough go of it getting started on the path to fitness. As he is heading home, perhaps more importantly for his current the current state of his self esteem, is uh, the chief of the X telepathy club asks why he uh, settled on the body improvement club, and he's like, "Well, I, I was kind of hoping to get a little more buff and become attractive. Even if you did, you wouldn't be attractive. You're just not a very attractive person, Mob. Oh, okay, <laughs>
0: <laughs> poor kid." <laughs> really, really goes to show you the kind of people that uh, in a lot of other uh, manga would have been uh, the uh, primary supporting cast. Hey, in all fairness, sometimes
2: people
1: just need to be told they're not attractive. <laughs> Poor Mob is uh, making his way home after this situation and uh, is, uh... Hey kid, you want to join my
0: cult? Well, <laughs> <No>, I
1: guess. <laughs>
0: I don't suppose I suppose I don't have anywhere else to be currently. I I will uh I will check out your cult.
1: Because when a weird person in a smiling theater mask comes up and says, Hey, you look troubled. Do you want to come with me and learn how to smile? And I'm like
0: <laughs> Stranger uh, Danger. You know, <laughs> Stranger Danger.
1: I I think I would follow him. <laughs> Sounds interesting. <laughs> well, uh, that's kind of what Mob uh, comes... Well, Mob doesn't want to go with them because they're interesting. He wants to go with them because uh, the, the person in the cult mask says that uh, if you come with me, we'll solve all your problems, including
0: making you more attractive. Ooh. We actually get another uh, cold read scene, which... Uh... <laughs> this is actually a really subtle element of story because what the thing that it does is it illustrates that things like cults, and things like the kind of fake psychic that uh, Regan is basically use the exact same tactics. Like the cult inductee that's trying to get Mob is basically doing exactly what Regan has done to most of his clients. Yep, doing a cold read on Mob. It's like, well, the only thing I have left
1: to ask about is your love life. Uh, That is what I'm troubled about. How did you know? (laughs) Well, (laughs) if you come with me,
0: you can find out. I'll go. Particularly the the uh, how did you know? Like you know, a little bit mocks mob for falling for it, but it's that's the sort of thing that those uh, types of charlatans do. They you know they look for what you want to hear and then they say it until you do what they want.
2: Just like you, dear
1: audience member, you're so smart for listening to us, aren't you? <laughs> Absolutely, really uh, very smart and attractive people listen to the Overmanga Cast, and since you are listening to the Overmanga Cast, you must be smart and attractive. I saw a really ugly person on the street one time,
2: was not listening to her podcast. Coincidence? Probably not. Definitely not a
1: coincidence. There's no coincidences, <laughs> only fate. <laughs> am, am I in a cult? No, Jacob, no, put the robe back ja- Jacob, what did we tell you
0: about
2: questioning us? What did we fucking tell you about questioning <laughs> us?
0: Alright, alright. Let, let, let's get back to this uh, manga that has nothing to do with the current situation that we're all in.
1: Of course not. Now, as you will all see, Mob is taken to the basement. (laughs) (laughs) There's nothing fishy
0: about LOL. Oh, oh yes. The name of this cult is L-O-L. LOL. Well, it's because it's a cult of laughing. It makes perfect sense. I thought it was about League of Legends. (laughs) (laughs) No, No then they wouldn't be laughing.
1: (laughs) (laughs) There's nothing fishy about League of Legends.
0: (laughs) <laughs> there, There is no joy associated with League of Legends. It's definitely not that lol. <laughs> they have two other marks. I mean, new recruits here. Early middle-aged guy, uh, down on his luck, grumpy, and we will fix your problems with a smile. Here, have this perfectly normal smiley mask. It will make you happy. You kind of look like uh, Cancer Dad from Platinum End. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
2: I really wish I remembered that
0: character's name because I feel a little bad referring to him as Cancer Dad. But <laughs> we we did re- refer to him entirely as Cancer Dad for that entire episode, so yeah. It was it started with an M. That's all I know. Cancer Dad? God damn it. <laughs> anyway this guy uh the uh the the smile mask goes on and when he uh is able to get it off of him uh he finds that he is reflexively smiling and uh giggling at everything anyone says whether it's funny or not they also uh place a mask over mob's head but the uh the third sucker i mean recruit turns out was uh came there on her own it is one of uh mob's classmates uh with the school paper who went to a basement of an abandoned warehouse of a place that she suspected was cult. Good decision-making, friend. Uh, Okay. If you want to
2: get a scoop, you got to be willing to go through
0: the dirt, you know?
1: Look, Mazzotto is an intrepid reporter. She's not necessarily a wise one.
2: I love how when she shouts out, I'm going to expose your cult in the expose, the cult leader comes down and says, look at you, thinking you're a real reporter. You came in here with an agenda. And I'm like, oh, God, no, not this.
1: (laughs) (laughs) You should have been objective instead of coming in here with your biased agenda to destroy us. Checkmate,
0: woke media. I mean, you're not wrong. I mean, that kind of is a perspective, Yeah. yeah. Because the other thing is, it's like, uh, okay, fine, I won't write a story about it. No, that's not being objective either. You should write a, uh, about us, but write the truth that we're really a wonderful uh, religion with absolutely nothing creepy going on here. Wear this mask. It's not enough that you're not talking about us
2: at all. You need to only say positive things about us. That's what true objectivity is.
1: The entire cult of lol. Uh, is uh, with this because they wholeheartedly believe in the mystic powers of Lord Dimple, who is a man with a very,
0: very creepy smile. And uh, clown cheek face paint. A completely normal individual. It's fine. Nothing weird is going on in this Not... setting, he might very well be a completely normal individual, I don't know. <laughs> that is a fair point, that is a fair point. We get a, uh, in the perspective of, uh, Mizato's head as the mask is, uh, forced onto her, uh, that she is being, uh, compelled to smile, that, uh, something in the mask, uh, is, uh, hypnotizing her to agree with everything that the Lord Dimple says, and, mm. oh no, who can possibly save, uh, guys, not smiling. Everyone looks over it at Mob, who still has the mask. He takes it off. Same exact, uh, completely, uh, Bland expression. That he always has all the time. It didn't work. Can I leave now?
1: (laughs) (laughs) Well, we, we have to make you laugh by any means necessary. Uh, here, uh, you have to do this staring contest where you'll hold milk in your mouth and whoever laughs and spits the milk first loses. Mob liked milk, so he agreed to this. Which is my favorite reason for why he engaged in the contest.
2: <laughs> he didn't have to do this. He just likes milk. You don't get to drink the milk, though. <laughs> That's the... <laughs>
0: <laughs> Yes, because this this entire uh, universe and story is the height of logic. But uh, all of the top executives
1: of LOL are so used to laughing at everything because of the nature of the cult that they immediately break down at the sight of Mob's face, which to be fair, it is a rather amusing expression. <laughs> their their various uh, schemes are completely ineffective. So uh, Dimple decides that violence is the only answer. Uh, you will now all have to hold down Mob in order to, uh, in, so that we can kill him because we cannot allow a non-believer to leave this place kill the non-believer well, he also challenges him to the milk
2: drinking to the milk contest and sabotages mob by doing something to the milk and then at the end of the chapter it's revealed that he instead used disgusting milk and that yeah, was used... that was my favorite after the fact
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah he used like sour milk so that mob would
0: spit it out no, on it, reflex the carton
2: just says disgusting milk it's not
0: sour at all Yeah, the carton just says disgusting milk on it. There is a level of a, you know, like, non-sequitory, like, humor to uh, the, well, that didn't work, time for violence. But uh, there have been a lot of cases where Mob, just in not being subject to the brainwashing, is getting other people to realize, wait, why am I smiling? Why am I here? What's going on? So, like, there there is actually a reason for the, uh, Kill the non-believer. Well, it's also because
1: Mob is using his own psychic powers to shut off the bur- the the like brainwashing mind waves that Dimple is putting out, and that's why Dimple wants him destroyed. And uh, this is actually where we come to uh, the uh, payoff of something that's been going on in the background of all of these chapters, which is a little counter that's been going up: the progress towards Mob's explosion. It's been uh, rising, a percentage uh, creeping up and up and up. We're not entirely sure what that means, but it's uh, rather easy to uh, think about as this situation becomes increasingly aggravating and dangerous. Uh, and Mob is given flashbacks of one of the of uh, some of the more formative and unpleasant moments of his youth. Where his uh, lack of social acumen got him in the bad graces of uh, Subomi, the girl he likes, and so uh, he finally ticks over to 100 percent because Mob fears his own powers and represses his emotions so he will not use them. But emotions cannot stay shoved down forever, and when it tips over, Mob activates his full gag manga powers.
0: All the all the people who had been pinning him down to I didn't know I guess they were trying to smother him or something. Uh they they are now connected to the ceiling. I like how in the
1: description of this uh, uh Tatsumaki appears for a minute in one of the panels <laughs> to give you an idea of exactly the power level we're working with. <laughs> beautiful two pra- two page spread of everyone being flung up and Mobba standing
0: there. All angry, yeah. And we see, we see that uh, the uh, 100% explosion was uh, due to rage. And it is revealed that oh, hey, look, Dimple is actually a uh, high-level evil
1: spirit. He hops out of the person he had been possessing, and Mob can now use full
0: violence without any uh, repercut, without any sort of like uh, remorse. And this is actually where we get the scene that uh, made me appreciate Reagan, uh, Reagan as much as I did. Because up to this point, it felt like it was going to become tiresome cutting to his gags. Like, it hadn't gotten to that point yet, but I was sort of worried about, you know, what the character's, like, purpose was going to be. And again, it's a gag manga. It doesn't need to, like, be that concerned about plot and pacing, but it did kind of feel a little out of place. But when Mob goes to Regan and says, um, so hey, I did this thing and I feel bad about it. Regan just looks him in the face you didn't hurt anybody you had to use your powers a little bit on people but nobody got actually like permanently damaged or anything and you saved them when they were being brainwashed by an evil spirit you did something uh, only you could have done and you should be proud of that Mm -hmm. and just like wow it sort of recontextualizes uh, a lot of the elements of Regan as a character because he's a scam artist but you know what? He gave the dude a soldier, so, shoulder, shoulder You know, solved the problem. You know, as as much of a jerk as Regan can be at his worst, like there, there's just this element of connection between, um, you know, what he said to Mob and the reason why. You know, like he wants Mob around because he's cheap labor. Like that, 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 that is not untrue. But like this idea that he is being a mentor to Mob because Mob was scared of what he had done in his past, which we'll, you know, get to a little bit later, that's so real. He actually genuinely understands and pretty obviously cares about Mob and tells him something that he really needed to hear in that moment. It makes him him such a real character, you know, gives him such life and personality, which to me is honestly, I think, what one does really well. This is a gag manga. It doesn't have to take itself that seriously, But it manages to do that whilst not taking away from the funny. You know, Mm -hmm. it it, it balances that in such a brilliant way. It's honestly the thing that I think one does best. Absolutely. And Mob does
1: succeed, of course, in uh, destroying Dimple and freeing the people. He kind of just wanders out afterwards and everyone is left going, oh, what happened? Oh, my head. Hey, that weird kid. Did he do
0: this? That was basically God, right? That was definitely God. When people end up in a cult, it's usually because they have, uh, it's not necessarily a sign of, or lack thereof of intelligence. It's usually a sign of a, either social, uh, an issue in their social life or a personality, uh, quirk of theirs, which, uh, (laughs) <laughs> it is indicative of bad decision making though so yeah there there is some element in this person's life that uh inclines them towards a certain kind of bad decision so there yeah. are flyers now of of uh bowl god because mob has a bowl cut
2: or it's uh psychic
1: helmetism is the <laughs> yeah yeah that's it <laughs> But yeah, no, the moment with Regan is great. And uh, it, it's just a taste of more of what comes up uh, later in the series. And it shows, uh, again, uh, one's fantastic character writing chops as he's able to make this scam artist
0: be an actually, like, good teacher of morals. Without taking away or diminishing any element of his funny. Mm-hmm. It's, like, it's a real do-as-I-say-not-as-I-do sort of... Uh relationship they have. I'm just
2: saying, if you wanted to learn how to make good locks, wouldn't you want to learn from
1: someone who every single day breaks locks? <laughs> <laughs> they would know. They would know, yeah. And, but, uh, Mob is getting ready to go back about his daily life. He wakes up for school one day, and there is a little ghost floating there saying, Hey, kid, you really kicked the head out of me yesterday. Let's be bros now.
0: Wanna and become God?
1: Wanna become God? Uh... He didn't fully destroy Dimple, but that is uh, about halfway through our reading. Uh, We're going to take a quick break here, and we will be back after this for more of these uh, psychic shenanigans. And welcome back to the show, folks, uh, where last we left our intrepid average dude. Uh, Mob had just uh, freed an entire cult from the machinations of an evil spirit through his immense psychic powers. And then he felt kind of bad about ruining the vibe and just uh, <laughs> wanted to go home and uh, then he's he's bothered by the evil spirit
0: that has been knocked down to like essence level one. That actually, that's something we maybe should have mentioned earlier with the scene with uh, Regan. One of the things he was concerned about is that uh, he couldn't read the room, and that's something mm-hmm. that Mob has had a problem with consistently. Which immediately made me think of uh, Rascal Does Not Dream of Money Girl Senpai, because uh, that is an entire series about that exact uh, phenomenon. I need to watch slash read that. Does it have a manga? Yes, yes, it does. I have watched the anime, or most of the anime, anyway. Indeed, but com- comparative analysis continue, please. Sorry. <laughs> the big thing is the elements of um, this. This is something that's like very uh, intrinsic to Japanese culture. Uh, transgression is is very very much looked down upon. So people are kind of expected to just sort of like read the mood in the room and not rock the boat. Um, and because mob just can't really do that which is i mean you know some people just aren't good at that sort of thing there's not, that's you know thats just some people you know mm-hmm. um yeah he, he lacks that social acumen which isn't a you know fatal character flaw that's just who he is yeah that's just people sometimes and i mean like different people can have trouble reading different rooms too but uh apparently uh from what i have been told from you know people you know talking about uh particularly bunny girl senpai is a series that is about that specifically so that's where i've heard a lot of this stuff from apparently that is a big social transgression in japan you're not supposed to do that Like, it's not just that he used his powers on humans, it's partly it, uh, because of that, that he had uh, such a problem with it. So he's he's kind of pretty badly affected by the fact that he, you know, ruined everybody's good vibes, even though the good vibes were a result of hypnosis. The vibes were, in fact,
1: rancid, as Reagan points out. <clears throat> Look, no one likes a party pooper. People don't like being
2: mind controlled either. <laughs> I, I think those people made a decision and they can do what they
1: want with their lives. It's kind of weird you're yeah. trying to police them. <laughs> but, but what if the party pooper, you know, stopped you from drinking the Kool-Aid? Those people should be allowed to drink any
2: Kool-Aid they want, Sam. I don't know why you don't
1: believe in individual freedoms. <laughs> We're getting off track. Dimple isn't dead. Well, he's dead, but he's not all the way dead.
2: Well, is he? Yeah, he's a ghost. But but are ghosts dead people in this?
1: You know what? that is unclear. We have at least one we have at least one ghost, which is a former alive guy. The other evil
0: spirit well, dimple's the only other evil spirit we really encounter, but uh yeah we meet the 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 leader of a biker gang at one point in an interstitial chapter I, Dimple imply the conversation between mob and Dimple at this point implies that evil spirits are the ghosts of dead people but who knows
1: the important thing is that mob wakes up sees dimple grabs him by his weird little head squiggly and starts slamming him against the desk over and over again like i had to make sure you were real and that i wasn't dreaming you're supposed to hit yourself to make sure you're not dreaming (laughs) i think i like mob's method better dimple is kind of an asshole
0: Oh, so you're that guy from yesterday, huh? Well, I guess I'll just finish exercising you then. Hey, wait, 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 wait. Somehow Mob, somehow he convinces Mob to call Regan, and Regan's like, uh, eh, whatever, do what you want, I don't care. I can't <laughs>
2: even see him,
1: he's that weak.
0: <laughs> so you're in no danger from allowing him to continue
1: to live. Oh, okay. <laughs> I love the dynamic, because he's like, I I promise I'll be good. Really? Really? Okay. Ha! What an easy mark. Now I'll just wait for the right moment and take over his body. <laughs> <laughs> we are also here introduced to uh, Mob's younger brother Ritsu, who is who looks older than him. That yes. that kind of that kind of confused me a little bit. <laughs> yes, no. Mob is the big brother in this dynamic, and uh, they're they're pretty chill with each other. They're, they're friendly and. Uh, That's about all we get from this initial interaction. But we'll learn a bit more later that uh, Ritsu has a uh, great amount of respect and uh, what seems to be
0: a healthy amount of fear about his older brother. There is also an element of envy uh, that is mutual between the two of them because... uh... Ritsu is a very normal kid, living a very normal kid life. And Mob's like, man, seems kind of nice. He's he's popular. He has a social life. But Mob is envious of that, whereas uh, Ritsu is discontent with his life, but kind of wishes that he had psychic powers. Almost in a sense that he kind of wishes he had psychic powers as a way of being more connected with Mob. Like, it really does come off that, like, it, it, it's not psychic powers specifically. It's that Mob has this thing I can't understand, and that puts a barrier between us. At least that's how I read it. Yeah, and then
2: Mob's whole thing is just like, ah, oh, but yes, my psychic powers keep me apart from people. And I'm like, well, no, other problems with you are keeping you apart from people. <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of weird you're using the psychic powers as a thing here, but okay. He, he is an eighth grader. <laughs> I've, I've actually only heard people be positive about your psychic powers,
0: so. <laughs> I, no, it kind of feel It kind of feels like if he was more accepting of that element of himself, he might be more popular ah it's it's almost
1: like uh being more accepting of the various elements of yourself helps make you a more complete person and therefore able to uh open up and uh well you whoa. know and social interact with people more
2: Sam, what are you talking about clearly if i'm talented at one thing people just resent me for it and i shouldn't make any attempts to get along with them
1: <laughs> and oh, i need to no. fuel my persecution complex no see Matt what you need to do is you need to really just double down on the thing that you are talented at and use it to attain a god complex. I mean don't do that either I suppose but also
2: <laughs> we're... the the opposite of that of find the thing you're least talented at and double down
0: on that is also not a great decision. Yeah yes. we're go- we're going through this the spectrum of unhealthy coping mechanisms. <laughs> I'm glad you noticed. <laughs> Uh, as to what I was, uh, hinting
1: at, there is a character who is in fact very much like that. He is, uh, possessed of similar powers and, uh, has doubled down on it to the point of attaining a god
0: complex. Uh, we're introduced to this man, uh... This uh, this young. We? we? We get yeah we get an intro uh, introduction to him when uh, some of the delinquents from Mobs Middle School attack the delinquents from a uh, Black Vinegar Middle School and yeah when the Black Vinegar uh, students start losing they call in uh, their the big boss boy. yeah gotcha yeah the big boss uh,
1: Teruki Hanazawa also known as Teru and uh, he he
0: kind of just looks like Mob with blonde hair
1: actually, he kind of look he kind of looks like smaller Regan,
0: yeah, I was just gonna say that he looks like Regan. You know, I've mentioned that there's like an intentionality to uh, one's art. The thing is, the art is not the strong point of this manga. There are places where one actually like really shows what he can do, and like the contrast is again done with intention but uh let it be known if you're a big art fan psycho 100 maybe isn't for you there's
2: a interstitial scene at like the beginning of one of these chapters where i thought it was regan was on a date with a woman but now looking back at it i think it was taru
1: but i couldn't tell because they're (laughs) both basically the same character
0: they're both the same smug blonde asshole well, they're 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 currently both the, look the same. Uh there will be a distinguishing fe- feature for Teru <laughs> a little bit later, but we're not quite there yet.
1: Indeed. Uh we don't actually see Teru beat up the kids from uh Salt Middle School, which is uh mob School. Uh, th- they live in Seasoning City, by the way. That's the bet. Uh oh, man, uh, something by one doesn't have a creative naming structure for towns or locations. <laughs> wow never would have guessed never would have guessed uh but we do see the aftermath of his beating up the Salt middle school delinquents including a, an ex extreme... somebody's in a crater in a somebody's wall. In... yeah yeah it's uh your classic shonen oh so this is the power of the next big bad we have to fight uh meanwhile reagan is using his uh immense psychic powers to photoshop out a ghost in a picture <laughs> love that bit so much
0: <laughs> <laughs> Me too. oops i deleted the he- uh, some one of their eyebrows where's the undo key reagan's signature move graphic purification
1: everything he does is his signature move
0: look sometimes you just got multiple
1: signature moves uh, no one I'd yells do- at goku
2: when he has like 17 <laughs> signature moves that he's stolen from other people
1: <laughs> <laughs> one of my one of my favorite bits is that uh, Reagan will always yell the, the weird, like, psychic name for whatever completely mundane thing he's doing. Even if he is objectively alone, as he is in this scenario, Mob walks in while he's midway through his photoshopping. <laughs> so he yelled,
0: Graphic Purification! Just- <laughs> To nobody. <laughs> to nobody. Yeah, that's what we call commitment to the bit. You know what? You, it, it's one of those cases where you wonder how deep into their own con the con men are. <laughs> Hey, Master Regan, what should I do about this weird ghost here?
1: It uh, looks like it's too weak for me to even notice it, so uh, I think you're good. <laughs> I love how Dimple <laughs> Dimple is like, oh, this guy's a total fraud. What do you mean I'm weak?
0: <laughs> <laughs> the best part is, Regan's technically not wrong. Dimple is very weak in that moment. Indeed, too weak to be a threat. Uh, But, uh... After, after that bit, we uh, skip back to uh, the uh, Salt Middle School delinquent crew, uh, and they decide that uh, if they had the help of the Body Improvement Club, they'd be able to— The Body Improvement Club doesn't care, which, honestly, reasonable.
1: <laughs> Why would they? They're not here for violence. They're here to get swole.
0: <laughs> Getting swole is not for violence. We're not barbarians.
1: Uh, meanwhile, Mazada, the Journalism Club girl, is trying to get a uh, the scoop on Mob. Ritsu is being uh, very unhelpful, uh, not giving her an interview on this, or not helping her set up an interview with Mob. And she's like, my brother really doesn't like uh, showing off his powers, so I'm not going to do something that'll make him uncomfortable and give you any information. So, uh, yeah, have a good day. Good luck.
0: Yeah, I, I- like that uh that scene for him because uh it really does go to show that like you know like, there's a part of him that's a bit spooked by how powerful mob is but like their relationship is is such a good one he cares about his brother yeah he really cares about mob you know like especially i think the thing that irritated him the most was like that you know like you're going behind my brother's back to me like i'm not gonna do that to him you know if you're really curious talk to him and if he tells you he doesn't want to talk about talk about it leave him alone (laughs) like he's very he's very mature about
1: it so yeah big brother why don't you use your powers more is there something you can't get with them muscles (laughs) what the hell is he talking about
0: i wonder can you get muscles with psychic powers?
1: I mean, we, we see in the upcoming fight that uh, someone does use psychic powers for physical violence, but it does not make him
0: swole. Yeah, because I mean, like, could you like psychic your your weights heavier? You no. could also just
2: use heavier ga- weights.
0: Like, yeah, that doesn't really yeah. help, does it? Yeah, no, it's like,
2: okay. It's like my <laughs> criticism about most superpowers. I'm like, yeah, but you could also just do a thing, like... <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> but um the body improvement club uh objectively refuses the the gang's uh, request for assistance in their crusade one of my favorite uh panels is uh, chief musashi uh picking up one of the delinquents by the head and lifting him with one arm saying we are against violence <laughs> <laughs> as he's doing something objectively rather violent and terrifying
0: well, he he is he is showing that we are against violence, but I am very capable of it. So do the thing I'm asking before you make me do something I don't want to. <laughs> mm-hmm.
1: Well, as we see at the end of uh, many of the chapters going forward, we have the members of the Body Improvement Club with a little stat block, and uh, there are two consistent stats of muscles and IQ. The muscles is always maxed out. The IQ is usually rather low. The other three stats are nonsense, <laughs> such as. Hair quality, love of dogs, and vision. I think someone else, is, uh, someone else has a stat of Brussels sprouts, and I don't know what that's... I, I don't know what's up with that.
2: My favorite stat is being questioned by the police, and that guy had it at max. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, the, the, the love of dogs stat is almost, but not quite as high as it should be. If that stat is not maxed, then uh, we are not going to vibe. The, uh... The Salt Gang isn't ready to give
1: up on their, uh, their plans quite yet. So they decide to engineer a hostage situation. They do this by giving a fake letter to Mob, which is a, like a forged love letter to have him go to a location. And then they send a call-out letter to the Black Vinegar Gang... And then they send a hostage note to the Body Improvement Club. And somehow this works, despite all of the spelling and
0: grammar being atrocious. The love letter believes with something to the effect of, hello, I am a girl. <laughs> <laughs> and Dimple is, is, is there on uh, Mob's shoulder like, dude, the, you know this is fake, right? But, but what if it's not? It would be rude to to make uh, the this girl wait if it is true. Girls, yeah. girls can do this.
1: This isn't
2: but a love note, not. buddy. Yeah, it could be.
1: They they don't even spell your name right. They call you Kageyama instead of Kageyama. Mom, stop. <laughs> <laughs> Mom, you
2: said there's only one girl you care about, and this clearly isn't her. But on the other hand.
0: <laughs> on the other hand middle school <laughs>
1: <laughs> yep. i love the one to the black vinegar gang we got a called out we just got caught up by this letter of c h a l i that's not how challenge is spelled uh, anyway <laughs> it was definitely those assholes over at salt Metal school did they call us asswips what does that mean i think
0: they meant ass wipes because yeah, there's always at least one thing that is uh
1: horribly misspelled so
0: horribly misspelled it requires translation
2: that's my favorite trope in uh, japanese media is the middle school gangs are like so hardcore and then eventually they're like hey i gotta quit the gang i'm going to a high school (laughs) what buddy (laughs) you're already doing crimes like (laughs)
1: Yeah, you're, you're already a, a, a crime guy. Are you really going to go straight and go to high school then?
2: <laughs> My old man wants me to run the convenience store instead of going to high school.
1: Again, you were just doing
2: crimes. <laughs> you curb stomped that guy.
1: It's fine. No one ever faces punishment for crimes Have, in Japan. And even if we do, we will frame another guy. Haven't you played Persona 5? When you played Phoenix right? <laughs>
2: we always <laughs> just blame the person who finds the body.
1: uh boss are you sure that Kageyama's gonna actually show up for this i mean will the letter convince him no he'll come i drew little hearts on it and made sure to write i'm a girl that there's no way that's going to work he won't be fooled by this and yet mob was fooled (laughs) (laughs) the poor kid (laughs) oh my god dimple was like (laughs) dimple's wiping his eyes like he was crying from laughing
2: Mob's standards are that of an eighth grade boy ah Mm -hmm. (laughs) the gender i am attracted to and is interested in me good
0: that's all i need you're meeting all my standards
1: (laughs) (laughs) but they they hid the uh the ransom note of having mob under the dumbbells which i feel is serendipitous in some way (laughs) there's a joke here somewhere
0: (laughs) Yeah, there, there are a lot of dumbbells involved in this uh, in this whole plot line, aren't there? Mm-hmm. But the Body Improvement Club becomes 100%
1: pumped as they go full freaking JoJo. <laughs> it's, a, it's such a good page. Yeah, they, they,
0: they do Pillar Men out a lot, don't they?
1: <laughs> They're looking like the freaking Pillar Men. Like, we're going to that middle school. We're getting Kageyama back. Oh, so menacing for a bunch of middle schoolers. Yeah, the Body Improvement Club, they care about their members. They do, and they are rather powerful. Meanwhile, Mob has
0: been captured. He doesn't seem to care.
1: (laughs) You know, Mob, you could just use your powers to get out of here, right? No, it's not good to use your powers on people. But, like, what if they start to hurt you? I'll just defend myself, but I won't attack them. But you're stuck. Eh, that'll be fine. They'll, They'll get bored eventually. And fine, it does end up being because uh, the Body Improvement Club shows up and rinses the entire gang <laughs> looking like the final bosses of a JRPG <laughs> walking in with the with a storm on their heels. Like, I know part of it is like creative li- uh, artistic license, but
0: there is an actual like storm brewing
1: <laughs> and it looks like they've brought it with them.
0: Honestly, given this universe, I would not put it past them. <laughs> yeah their muscles can summon storms (laughs) they're so
1: buff the lightning follows them
0: pretty sure that's how it works in dragon ball i mean yeah
1: (laughs) i've seen the super saiyan transformation sequence it destroyed a planet (laughs) yeah
2: that's
0: the power of the body improvement club (laughs) unfortunately
2: as we've established earth must be like 10 times stronger than uh namek though because it isn't destroyed
0: and body improvement club versus goku i gotta
2: send the body improvement
1: club dynamic (laughs) (laughs) they'd handle frieza lickety split uh i I like how uh the black vinegar gang realizes that mob was the booby trap (laughs) and it's like somehow this incredibly brain dead plan implemented in the sloppiest way imaginable worked flawlessly. <laughs> the only thing that stopped them from getting what they wanted is that the final boss they wanted to defeat was too strong even for the Body Improvement Club.
0: Yeah, because that's the other thing. The uh, the regular delinquents that had orchestrated this entire nonsensical uh, parade, uh, they were fine against the other delinquents. They were winning. <laughs> it was when the Not Regan psychic popped yeah. up. It's when he showed up that everything started to go downhill. And uh, as it happened once, now it happens again. <laughs> this is where we delve a little bit more into his character and get the whole like specific, like he has a god complex thing where uh, he's talking about how you commoners are beneath me. Blah, 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 you know, obvious um, metaphor is obvious.
1: I am a specially blessed person. I have total authority over my life. And now that you have beaten up my lackeys, you have uh, slung mud in my face to a degree, so I must punish you. It's like, okay, buddy, whatever you say. But he is actually effective and does defeat the Body Improvement Club rather effectively using his psychic powers to blast them all around and throw them through walls and stuff, which admittedly they tank it quite uh, admirably but they are not able to land a hit on this uh on this terrible villain and that just that just leaves mob tied up in the chair mm-hmm. <laughs> and i love it. it's like wait a minute i didn't even sense that guy he's got such little presence i didn't know he was here who are you oh, i'm Kageyama. I'm, I'm with the body improvement club okay so i have to destroy you two then Oh, no, you're not going to be able to do that. Also, you really shouldn't use your powers on people. As Mob is standing up, unwinding the rope with his mind powers,
0: proving he was never trapped in the first place. You can literally just get up and walk out anytime you wanted, because Mob doesn't care. I love it so much. Mob is great. At this point, uh, someone else with powers... uh, Has appeared before Hanazawa. And uh, challenged literally every part of his entire eighth grade worldview of uh, being a special and unique god amongst men. So uh, he reacts to it how you expect. Look, it had to happen eventually. <laughs> it's better that he's getting through
1: this now. Honestly, oh, uh, debatable. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
0: I don't want. I don't know. I don't want to know what this punk would look like in high school. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, he, uh, he he proceeds to try to. At first, he just wants Mob to fight back because mm-hmm. he wants to. Uh, like like it, it's like it's fine if other people have psychic powers as long as I'm the strongest. But Mob refuses to fight back, and nothing that Hanazawa does gets Mob to even care. Yeah. <laughs> which is worse. Mm-hmm. He does
1: not even <laughs> flinch. Mob objectly refuses to use his powers on another, being, on another human, so he is only defending himself. Oh, uh, one of my favorite bits here is that Shigeo is fulfilling the Brock quota of being the guy on the sideline explaining things, saying that supernatural attacks against this kid are pointless. He's shredded by a ridiculously dense membrane of power that protects him, even in his sleep. I've tried to possess him dozens of times, but it's like a syringe against a block of concrete. It's like, okay, Dimple. That, that's a metaphor. Glad to know you were still being the worst. It's just you were so ineffective. The manga didn't even bother to show us. <laughs> Again, so weak and pathetic, he can't even be seen. We are all Regan in this sense. <laughs> yeah. I also love how he um, Hanasawa does his, like, super cool psychic power jump away move. And Mob's just like, yeah, you, you kind of look like you're just doing a wire foo thing. It's, it's pretty lame. <laughs> you, you should really up your special effects.
0: Hanazawa also uh, turns his tie into a sword, I guess.
2: Yeah, because magic, I don't know.
0: <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> but yeah, as the as the fight keeps going on and Mob is uh, continually nonplussed by everything that uh, Hanazawa does, he gets uh, progressively in, uh, more and more stabby to the point where he just gets a knife and yeets it at Mob. And now we get the distinguishing feature between Hanazawa and Regan. <laughs> well uh
1: the the thing that drives him to this you know murderous rage is that uh mob i don't know if mob is actually saying this or if he's just remembering it but he remembers uh an important lesson that he learned you have special powers that doesn't make you a special person everyone has something that makes them special that doesn't make them better people than anyone else It's just like a knife. If you have one, you have to be mindful of how you use it. So that's why you don't use your powers on people. I'm glad we had this talk and you learned this lesson. You're right, Master Regan. I'm glad we learned that. (laughs) And Dimple, the fact that Regan said that kind of
0: sours it, don't you think? (laughs) But again, this is actually uh, a, a thing I really like about it because that one scene with Regan that made him so human, it wasn't just one scene. He's like, it's shown by this and a third scene that happens later that that like this is this is a normal pattern of behavior for Regan just as much as he is inherently a con man he's also inherently actually trying to help mob out with the legitimately heavy burden of his uh shockingly powerful psychic powers makes Regan a very uh likable character despite how objectively unlikable he is <laughs> But yeah, uh, the uh, the knife metaphor is lost on Hanazawa because of, uh, oh, using knives? Okay, I'll use a knife on a people and throws a knife at Mob, which immediately gets deflected. Mm-hmm. Oh, well, one important thing does happen. Uh, oh, I say
1: important, but uh, Dimple uh, says, well, if you won't fight to defend yourself, Mob, I will, as he... Uh, activates his full power
0: form i'll teach this punk a lesson no problem at all poof yeah i'm not a hundred percent sure if if dimple is uh, actually dead this time because uh mob certainly seems to think so i
2: i love dimple just dying it's <laughs> so funny
0: <laughs> it's incredibly funny
2: it's spe- <laughs> Because they set up his death to be like, oh, Bob's going to go into rage mode again. And you have like the exact same panel structure as you would, except each time it's like, Mob, 50%. Oh no, I guess Dimple's dead. 50%. He really is gone. 50%. (laughs) Next page. Oh, well, I guess I'm not, I really don't care. 50%. (laughs) (laughs) (laughs)
0: That's a
1: good guy. (laughs) I have seen far enough in the anime to know uh, the answer to that, if y'all want
0: spoilers. <laughs> no, I'm going to assume he's dead. Okay. <laughs> it's funnier that way. It is objectively funnier that way. There, There's also the element of, um, as much as it's one of the best gags in that moment, it doesn't come up until later, but that does actually get played a little bit for drama as well, uh, which, again, is one of the things that one is really good at. Like, at the end of the day, Mom doesn't care about dimple dimple was really more of an annoyance than anything else but um you know and like this is skipping ahead a little bit to the uh uh to near the end of the fight but like the thing is that was someone he could have saved if he had just used his power you know that was someone who from mob's perspective was killed that didn't have to die you know that kind of stings in its own way even if he doesn't really care about dimple in particular it doesn't take the funny away from the gag of uh (laughs) It doesn't increase his uh, explosion percentage at all. You really feel the burden that is upon Mob's shoulders that, you know, is his burden to never use his powers or is his burden to use his powers in the right way? If it's the latter, then what the hell is the right way? How do I know?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And it really it really um, uh, speaks to the, uh, the, the inner turmoil and complexity to uh, Mob in a... Uh, subtle in really well crafted way. Yeah, and uh, that's not the only
1: you know character exploration aspect of this fight. As uh, Hanazawa has become increasingly more and more violent and you know flinging knives around,
0: um, getting a bunch wh- of his hair chopped off, which is the thing that that uh, has been being <laughs> built to this entire time. Yeah, <laughs> Sh-
1: shaves the top of his head right off. <laughs> See, he's like, I look like a disgraced samurai. I mean, yeah, kind of. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you kind of act like one, I'm not going to lie.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Mob again, cannot be arse in a, not a single uh, bit. It, he's just like, you know, those you'll hurt someone with those knives. Okay, go for it. Whatever.
0: Your hairstyle. Yeah, eventually uh, Hanazawa accepts that he does not have the, uh, the, the, uh, psychic capacity to uh match with mob and uh they they are basically both defeated because uh hanazawa runs up and starts by hand choking mob which is a uh with intention very uncomfortable scene
1: (laughs) yeah it's a it's a purely physical attack that mob can't use his psychic powers to defend against because then he would be using his powers against a person.
2: But now and... Mob's suddenly uh totally fine with like, "Okay, well, he's choking me. Well, I can at least fight back and then proceeds to punch him." My favorite reaction is Terror just going like, "Seriously? <laughs> that was you punching me?
1: <laughs> what is this nonsense? Use your superpowers. Aren't you in the body improvement club? I just started." And uh Mob is knocked unconscious by this. And for a minute Terror almost seems like legitimately remorseful
0: like he's concerned that he has killed this person which is obviously not something he's done before i mean mob is the main character his name is in the title he's not dying in in the like beginning of volume three but you know, like, there's the aspect of, you get from um, Hanazawa's perspective, he's he's like, No, 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 he's just unconscious. This is fine. I've not done anything permanent. This is fine. I'm okay with the events that are unfolding. Yeah, but actually,
1: before the choking occurs, there is a, a bit that I, I wanted to talk about, uh, which is, you know, Mob's philosophical argument that is the thing that basically entirely unmakes Hanazawa as, you know, Hanazawa's got this god complex. He He's the main character. He even describes himself as the main character of the world. And Mob says, I think the reason you hate me so much is you feel hatred for your own kind. Because I'm just a schlub. I don't have many friends. I don't stand out. I'm not going to leave anything that'll be remembered. Nobody pays a, me any attention. So I'm just a guy. and." That's, if you took away my powers, I'm still just a guy, so so are you. If you just take away
2: everyone's advantages, we're all equal.
0: Because that's not really what Mob is saying. Uh, Mob is kind of contented with the fact that he's not, like, he, he has something that he wants, but by and large, he's contented with the fact that he's a nobody. And what he's saying to Hanazawa is, if you took away my powers, nothing would change in my life. But you have built your everything on this one thing. The reason why you want me to fight you so bad, the reason you want to beat me so bad is uh, to prove that, you know, you're different from me because deep down you know if you took away your own powers, you would be the way I am now. The lesson
1: is supposed to be don't build your entire personality on one thing because if that breaks, you're not in a great spot, and it's unhealthy and going to make you kind of an asshole. Uh, Mob has has also not entirely learned the lesson of, you know, maybe you should not just be the background character. You know, you have your own wants and needs.
0: Don't just coast. There's a happy middle ground that you can in fact find, and indeed should. (laughs) But in the midst of uh, you know blacking out
1: from being choked, Mob uh, has a flashback where uh, he and Ritsu were being bullied by some high schoolers, and Ritsu was getting beat up. Mob got thrown into a wall and knocked his head. Uh, he closed his eyes, and when he next opened them, the high schoolers were bloodied and broken on the ground, and so was Ritsu.
0: And uh, one thing that I think is uh, an important bit of imagery is uh, one of the high schoolers was in the same position that we saw uh, Hanazawa put uh, one of the uh, Salt middle school delinquents in. The implication from Mob's perspective is very obvious. There was a time when, even if he wasn't fully conscious for it, he was just like this guy trying to choke him to death. (laughs) That's Mm -hmm. not great. You know, honestly, maybe this whole uh, loathing of someone who's a lot more like you than you want to admit goes both ways. Mob, uh, in a similar way as to the flashback, sort of just uh, reflexively uses his powers and... uh, Well, you say Mob. The manga is not so sure, as he's not at
1: 100%. He's at... Question mark? Question mark? Question mark? Percent. He's not talking. His eyes are blank. His power is unstoppable. And the manga even says, like, from hanazawa's perspective, he saw that something had awakened within Mob. He's not sure uh, <laughs> that it's something that he should. He's not. He he really thinks he should not have poked this bear. Especially as to further, com- especially as to further complete his humiliation, the backlash of mob's psychic powers strips him naked. So now he is a, a naked, uh, disgraced samurai.
0: Black vinegar middle school building is obliterated, and all of the people get like whisked Long- away into the sky. I think. Y- yeah,
1: they're all sent up into the sky. Uh I like. I've finally gotten you to use your powers, didn't I? I. Oh no, wait, he's still unconscious. So he's not doing this. His power is doing it on reflex? So, wait, that shouldn't be possible. What did I wake up? And it's such a menacing panel in this funny, haha,
0: you know, gag manga. When, uh, when Mob does come to, however, uh, there's, a, there's a bit I like that the narration mentions that both of them were uh, defeated in the worst possible way. Uh, and uh, Mob is able to, uh, with his powers, basically put the school back together and, and bring everybody back down to the ground without splatting.
1: <laughs> yeah, he Humpty dumpties the school back together.
0: After this, like, we get a sort of like fluid transition into uh, Regan uh, talking to Mob about it. And I forget exactly how it transitions, but he also has a conversation with his brother about, you know, the last time this sort of thing happened. And both of them, both of them convey to him a a very interesting perspective. You know, like Regan, in particular, is very much focused on the "You fixed the school." cool you you saved the day and like he he very actively focuses on like you know the good things that happened and then uh the scene with uh, ritsu he immediately recognizes that mob is in a state because he's in (laughs) a state he asks his brother what's wrong and mob doesn't want to talk about it at first but eventually he asks uh what had happened that day that he blacked out and Boy, what an interesting scene that really makes you want to, you know, keep reading because uh, Ritsu says that um, when I got hurt, it wasn't because of you. The bullies hit me first and then you saved me. Mm -hmm. I don't know if he's saying that to be nice or if it's
2: true. He specifically said you didn't hurt me and then proceeds to clarify once mob leaves the room. I wasn't hurt by mob.
0: Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, yeah. Because,
2: because he's implying what Mob became was not him. I, it was at not least him. The, yeah. That was my reading. I thought that was really clear.
0: So, yeah, no that that's a that's a fair read. Ritsu has his own little
1: fiction that he tells for the sake of his uh, brother that he cares about. But yeah, that was also my read. That it's like it wasn't Mob that did that. It was something else. The thing that uh, Hanasawa woke up it was the psycho 100 maybe i don't know i i didn't wa- I didn't see that far in the anime
0: <laughs> i don't think that the anime got that far cuz i don't think it uh, has adapted the entire manga though i don't know that me neither but i want
1: to go rewatch the anime now cuz god damn dude i love that anime and i really enjoyed this manga <laughs> uh which is uh a good way to dovetail into the discussion because that is the end of our reading so uh favorite character um i mean if we're just talking about this reading it's obviously mob because like he's he's the boy (laughs) he's such an entertaining character he has all of the charm of saitama in so many unique and interesting ways uh even if you did not have the prior experience of one punch man mob uh holds up as a very fun and entertaining protagonist and a very uh a very thought-provoking one especially with the final battle against uh Hanazawa despite you know seeming like he's this bland average dude he has a lot of pathos that he feels very strongly about and uh is fun to engage with as a reader but uh overall I got to say Regan <laughs> <laughs> With my knowledge of what happens later, definitely Regan. Uh, Matt, how about you?
2: Um, Let's see, favorite character. Uh, I, I feel obligated to say Mob because he's really the only character we have in our reading. Uh, but uh, the interstitial, like, bonus chapters uh, really had Regan shine. So I think I'll say him as, like, a side favorite. I really enjoyed the fake spiritual detective agency. And I really missed it because the two main arcs we read were not about that at all. Mm.
0: Mm -hmm.
2: But like the little bonus chapters we got, I'm like, oh, this is fun. Yeah. yeah. Regan, I guess
1: I ended up saying. (laughs) Yep. (laughs) Regan it is. And uh, Jacob.
0: Yeah, the, the thing about it is it's very much that, especially at this point, because I could very much see, for example, the Body Improvement Club could get a lot more depth, I could see Hanazawa, becoming more of a character, being a recurring character. Uh, but, like, Regan and and Mob are the ones who definitely stand out, like, the most out of the cast. Um, a lot of the other characters, at least thus far, have really just been joke fodder. I'm going to fall on the side of Mob, though. Um, I love the way that Regan is characterized. It actually, in some ways, has similarities to our previous reading where I mentioned it's it's a bold move to set up a character in a certain way and hope that your audience will stick around long enough to see that there's, you know, more to it. Um, it's not quite as extreme a case, especially because this is actually a good example of them, of, you know, the trigger getting pulled a lot sooner also a gag manga so even also, if he was just a skeezy boss i think
2: people would w- still accept that character
0: cuz he's funny there's that layer to it so like that's why that's why i say it's like it's shades of a similar idea like cuz that's the thing you know it's one of those ones where um you know like despite how skeezy Regan is i really do get the impression that like in the dark he's actually a good person you know mm-hmm. at least when it comes to the serious stuff you know it's like it's like like if it's something like money I wouldn't trust him as far as I could throw him, but if it's something actually <laughs> serious, like like if it's something like life and death, I, I, I honestly, I'd trust him. I, I see him as as being wonderfully good person in that sense. Short of his
2: occupation, he's really not that skeezy.
0: Like if he found a wallet on the ground or something, you know, it's like, I, I don't know 100% <laughs> what he'd do with it. If the wallet like had like a uh, medicine in it or something, he I, I I would see him moving hell or high water to get it back to the person so they'd be healthy. It might be missing a $5 bill or something or whatever the yen (laughs) equivalent of. But he'd do that, you know, and, like, I really like him for that. But we delved more into Mob's character. I'm very much looking forward to see where Regan goes mob is definitely because like again like the idea of like his philosophy and gag manga character he does not have to be deep but he has such depth to him he's an eighth grader he he would naturally be fairly surface level and to a large extent he is he's he's written very genuinely as an eighth grader and yet at the same time his his Problems feel very re- real world, despite how fantastical they are. And it's just such a well and carefully crafted character to maintain the funny, but actually have something, um, you know, substantive to him. It's it's a good way of keeping, um, like, a more broad interest in a a gag series than just the jokes, that there's, like, some character depth to explore. So it's like, I'm sticking around for the funny... That's like like even if that were to get old, which it certainly didn't in our reading. But like even if that were to get old, to some extent, I, I hate to bring up One Punch Man again, but sort of like One Punch Man, the reason why that maintains compelling despite the fact that both of these series really only have one joke is because there's so much more to it than just the joke, you know, and it mm-hmm. it tells that the joke in so many different clever ways. But it keeps going and it keep it remains compelling because of that. Uh, Absolutely. And I think that does answer the question of what you continue reading for Jake
1: rather handily. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> How about you, Matt? No, I, I didn't
2: really like this. Um, <laughs> I didn't think the joke was funny enough to last as long as it did. I feel like one element I really liked from One Punch Man that just wasn't miss- was really missing here was like the absurd humor of like how detailed a uh, action panel could be which fair it's not the same artist so don't expect that but like yeah that's what i'm enjoying like uh also this this is has that like style of like gag manga i really don't enjoy which is a whole bunch of characters talking really quickly at each other going like man how, what a ridiculous situation we're in we're in such a ridiculous situation and i'm like i that does happen in one punch man but it feels like it happens so less frequently in that Mm -hmm, or at the very mm -hmm. least it's one character who's doing it which is normally saitama and he's kind of stonewalled by a bunch of serious people whereas in this it's a whole bunch of like comedy parts bouncing off each other so i i just got tired of this series by the end
1: yeah yeah i mean fair it is a different kind of uh flavor to the other one and i mean it should be they're different series
0: yeah and 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 that is sort of like going into the thing is obviously like sam and i connected a little bit more with uh the uh the the sort of character drama aspect of it you know if that doesn't land then it doesn't land it doesn't land so the gag has to carry it and if it's not your sense of humor then bob's your uncle yep uh for me
1: I think, I don't know if I would continue reading the manga, but this definitely makes me want to go back and rewatch the anime and keep going beyond where I left off. Because I went back and rewatched some of the clips uh, relevant to what we read, and goddamn, the anime is beautiful. Like, one's art style goes a long way towards uh, serving the joke for my purposes, but uh, the anime just looks so freaking good and it allows for visual spectacle just pure spectacle to uh really spice up uh one's excellent writing so i don't know if i'd keep reading the the manga but i'm definitely going to go back and watch more of the anime and uh that brings us to the end so thank you once again everyone for listening to uh the over manga cast as always you can catch us on all of your social medias
0: where we are at over manga cast on facebook twitter and instagram Uh, You can also catch our episodes on YouTube uh, where you can like, comment, and subscribe.
2: And as always, we appreciate reviews in any and all forms, but uh, if we could get them on iTunes or, you know, anything, really, send us an email, at
1: gmail.com. And go to overmongacast.com. Yeah, you can send us comments on that too. Let us know what you want us to read. And uh, make sure to tune in next week where uh, we've been short of Jay a few episodes. She'll be back next week, I believe. We we need something lewd and degenerate to get her out of the woodworks. (laughs) Yeah, well, thankfully, uh, next week is episode 69. So we're reading Monster Masume.
0: (laughs) Yeah, that that uh, that was kind of inevitable, wasn't it? (laughs) Not not complaining, mind you, but uh, yeah.
2: So uh, get ready for that as we dive through chapters one through 17. Indeed, indeed. Catch you next week, everybody. Good night. Good night, everybody. Good night.